Yeah. And you're a baby, so. I'm like one year younger than you. <laughs> two grades younger than me, all right? Get it. Let, let's, let's keep I it I was real. not two grades younger than you. Are, you. are you sure? When'd you graduate high school? 2010. Yeah, I graduated in 2011. Oh, okay. I was. I literally I was graduated college one semester behind you. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> because I uh, took an extra semester. But didn't you too for your co? No. Yeah, I still finished like one semester after you were. So done. you finished a semester early, and I finished semester late. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just dumb. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> I'm glad we hashed that out live. Yeah. And and we now have definitive proof that I'm the smart one. Yeah. <laughs> do you know James Hoffman? I do know James Hoffman. I don't know, it wasn't on any of his channel. It was something else, but like a Q&A episode. He gave the like thumbs up to instant coffee. He wow. Was like, it doesn't have to be terrible. <laughs> That's fair. Hey, welcome to the show. We're Bad Wallpaper. We've got a plan to create an album in uh, slightly over one year by writing <laughs> some music every week. We'll take our album, uh, <laughs> we'll take our favorites, expand them into full songs, and then record our album at the end of slightly over one year. You could follow along on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Please, if you're enjoying the show, subscribe and give us a review. Follow us on Twitter at bad underscore wallpaper and on Instagram at bad.wallpaper.band. I got to stop lying to the people, so I'm just going <laughs> to update it on the fly. It hey, obviously I, went well. I was like, we're at the point where we're actually doing that thing in the second half. <laughs> right, we're finally exactly. taking our favorites and expanding them into full songs. <laughs> yeah, it's we made just it not to the. <laughs> We not made it to year. the third sentence in our. <laughs> <laughs> well, we transitioned from you know night recording where all we wanted to do is drink beer and and we had to avoid talking about beer too much because we didn't want people to get the wrong impression. Right, this is a We're, beer you, podcast. <laughs> this is not a beer co- podcast. This is a coffee podcast. Yeah. And we're, uh, we're just talking well, James Hoffman over here. Come on. Now we're fulfilling yeah, our our uh, <laughs> destiny. God. <clears throat> I I mean, I since I moved to Boston, you can get these giant things of Duncan. <laughs> it's like a gallon of Duncan coffee. And Duncan beans are, I would say, better for making drip coffee than Starbucks beans. Starbucks beans are bad. Dunkin' beans are consistently solid, and you can make a very consistent pot of coffee as I am polishing off my third cup. <laughs> yep. And, and well, we, we were just talking about the benefits. And, like, a pour-over, cool. You put all the effort in, and you get one cup, maybe two, and the second one's going to be, like, cold. Yeah. Um, but, like... <laughs> Now in later life, as I've really settled into my coffee addiction, it's really nice just having that hot pot and you just like three cups, whatever, you keep sipping it, gets a little cold in your cup, you just top it off, it's warm. Absolutely. Oh. Yeah. Top top me off. <laughs> yes, brother. Daddy. Yeah. Um mm, coffee. What mm, what's your mm, I'm like mm. a three cup a day kind of like that's <laughs> that's like my 
work day that gets me going. Yeah. Uh, are, are you talking like three espressos? No, like three, three. Well, I mean, yeah, three, whatever is, you know, comparable units of coffee. Yeah. It's like, it's like when you're counting drinks uh, in health class in high school, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's exactly what I think about. Yeah. <laughs> like, whoa, man, you've had three cups. You need to slow down. All yeah. Right. I'm about a three cupper. Sometimes uh, we have like a fancy espresso machine at my office. Sometimes after lunch, we'll go in there and just like start ripping espresso shots off. Uh, but that's my last caffeine for the day. There's no more yeah. after that. Yeah. The after lunch sometimes can be crucial. Got to kind of kickstart the second half of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's a uh, Avit Brothers song. I'm still not sure if it's Avit or Avet. I'm pretty sure it's Avit. No, I'm pretty sure it's a vet. Dang it. <laughs> I'm just letting you go. I'm letting you go back and forth. I'm just watching your face. It's literally like... the thing that I've always been stuck on ever since I've like found out about them. And I, I feel like you've been listening to them for a decade. And every time you convince yourself it's one way, you're like, wait, but I feel like I was wrong. So I, I, yeah. I got to convince myself it was the other way. And I think then it won't, yeah. keep going back and forth. Well, and then I, then I slip in the doubt of like the, the third, like, is it a vet? Like, <laughs> I so all right. I'm gonna go. <sighs> final answer is it's a vet. A vet. Okay, like, I'm gonna go Avit. A- I'm gonna. Okay, hold on. I found Happy Holidays from the Avit Brothers on YouTube. We're gonna we're gonna splice this in. I hope they say the word. <laughs> They're not. I'm going say straight it. to the source. Hi, I'm Scott Avit. No, wait, I did it wrong. 12 years ago. <laughs> hey, Bob. Happy holidays. Thanks, Joe. Hey, Seth. Happy holidays. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. Hey, Scott. Happy holidays to you. Oh, my Thanks, God. Seth. Happy holidays to you, too. Happy holidays, holidays from the Avid Brothers. Avid Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> it was at the very end. <laughs> Uh, see all that sucked out. I came, I came all the way around, but I picked the wrong one at the end. <laughs> <laughs> you should have trusted your gut. I should have. Oh man. Okay. Anyway, so there's the Aver Brothers song. And it's like, I think it's off of emotionalism, but it's, are you uh, sure? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> uh, the gleam. No, uh, emotionalism. <laughs> <laughs> right. But. It's something about like coffee in the morning to get you up, like beer in the evening to like bring you down. And it's like the cycle every day. And I, it, I don't know. I just randomly was like, vi- you know, vibing. Why? You're I'm not, vibing. A, I'm not a Gen Zer. I can't use that language. Yeah. You're not allowed to say it's giving, it's, it's giving vibes. Mm-hmm. That's what they say. Right. But I was just jamming out to some Avid brothers and then that, that lyric came on and it's just wrecked my uh, worldview. <laughs> I'm like, damn, that's like, that hits hard. Yeah, it was probably like, this is bad. Mm-hmm. And you're like, this is my whole life. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't like think of it as a bad thing. It's just, it's just part of it, you know? It's just the human experience, let's be honest here. People have been doing that since the 1600s at the very, uh, very latest even. Yep. It's a, uh, impossible to search a broad concept 
in a song. <laughs> like I'm trying to figure out what song this is. You don't remember the lyric. But I don't remember the exact lyric. It's You're like searching concept. coffee, Avid Brothers. <laughs> yeah. It's like Avid Brothers performing at World Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> I love the investigative journalism that we do here. <clears throat> right. Really yeah. It's always live. Things. Like, yeah. We totally prepared to talk about this and I have to Google it <laughs> as we're talking. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, we don't we don't plan the episode before we start recording yeah <laughs> that would be crazy that that would be just too much yeah well hey i think the the coffee chat has been great <laughs> the david brother chat has been great what's going on with you what, what's up brother yeah hey i brought it around to music that that's gonna that's true that's, that's just gonna happen though every time we talk for more than five minutes about a topic <clears throat> so you may have seen uh postal service having their first uh, tour in a long time, 20th mm -hmm. anniversary for uh, their album that I don't have the name of it written down. I always Isn't thought it was just Postal up? Service, like self-titled, but it's not. Yeah, it, it's Give Up. Ding. You should just give up trying to remember the name. Put one <laughs> on the board for Jake. Yeah, couldn't get tickets. Uh, Climate Pledge Arena, they added a second. So there's a lot of, I have a lot of grievances. First grievance, <laughs> I got an email with the like Spotify presale, right? Cool. Yeah. Uh, except they sent the email at the day of the presale, and I was at work, and so you know I couldn't even like prepare. I couldn't even put in a a calendar right. event in my work calendar to be like, make sure you go and get your tickets. I've done that before, where it's like I think Boney Vare had a presale that I had to like literally set aside some time at work to just go buy the tickets because it was a nightmare. Yeah. So missed that opportunity. And then like general on sale came on. And and now it's not even like, I I used to be like so good at it. You know, I'd be like, I'd have yeah. like five different sessions open, like, you know, refresh all of them at once. You got your but work laptop, like, your personal laptop. You yeah. <laughs> but they've locked all of that down now. You have to be logged in, and if you're on multiple devices, it knows. So, can't do that. Um, they they have to really give the advantage to their own private scalpers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, okay, that's and now you also have to get on like there's a whole like waiting room, and they queue you in it. And if you, like, so you're oh, actually like yeah. ordered, and they open it up at like ten minutes before or something. So like, I missed that. I didn't get on early enough. <laughs> So finally, like, made it through the thing, got into the get tickets, and, like, they were all gone. And then I realized, like, after I came out that they had added a new show, like, an hour before. <laughs> and so there was a whole other day. Went in to try and look at that, but, like, it was gone. Yeah, it's too late. Yeah. And then the resale, like, immediately, like, you know. It's just, it's disheartening when immediately there's hundreds of tickets on the resale. And you're just, like, these people just immediately made 50 bucks, at least. Absolutely. And just, a, just an in, instant arbitrage is that what, that's what that's called, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I did not give the scalpers my money. Um, yeah. I'll just wait, see, see how it goes. There, there. <laughs> I mean, it's such a big show. Like, definitely is going to be like easy to get secondhand tickets. I think from non scalpers, from like legitimate people. Pretty big venues and stuff. You forgot to even mention Transatlanticism is also the 20th anniversary. I can't believe Ben Garrett put out those two albums in one year. Yeah, crazy. 
I, it, that that one's a little because like I already went to the like I guess it was the 15 year anniversary for Transatlantic. <laughs> Every five years they're just gonna keep touring this bad boy. It is funny, like that's what bands are doing now. They can just cash in on that like anniversary tour for an album. Yeah, I hate when bands <laughs> do that. <laughs> now I don't hate it, but it's it is like an excuse for bands to get out there and like 10 years is about the right amount of time too, because you feel like nostalgic for it. Was it really yeah. the 10-year anniversary of mm-hmm we went to go see? But I guess that was like 10 years ago. That was like so, 10 years ago, dude. Because it's funny, like my relationship to the album at that time, it didn't, it felt older than 10 years. But I feel yeah. like, I, I don't know. I, it came I, out when we were like in middle school or like early high school. So mm, Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, mm-hmm. speaking of anniversary tours that Jared couldn't get tickets to, uh, <laughs> I went and saw the Modest Mouse 25th anniversary. What's it called? The Lonesome Crowd Lonesome Crowd, Lonesome Crowd Advice. Hey, I was like, point, for, point for Jared. <laughs> ding, ding. I, I started saying Teeth Like God Shoe Shine. I was like, that's a song. That's literally not the album. First off, I got to say the opener. Uh, his name was Mattress. He's from Portland, so I don't know if you've run across this guy. Uh, I would say he's like an, a more ironic LCD sound system. <laughs> like he went up there with like a like a, some sort of beat machine and was like waltzing around in a golden suit. And <laughs> the the crowd, I think, thought he was a little goofy at first, and then realized that yeah, he is goofy, but like that's that's part of the persona. And this one guy was eating up the stage in like a 2,000 person uh, large venue. And he was awesome. So I want to say Mattress was a perfect opener. Every, all, the whole crowd got like into it. I was talking to one of the bartenders and she was like, this guy is so cool. <laughs> like he's, he's like effortlessly cool and also like corny at the same time. Awesome. Very good opener. But... I'll say the once Teeth Like God Shoeshine kicked in, I, I'm surprised I have a voice because I everyone around me was just scream singing every song. You know, like Cowboy Dan comes on and like 50 people around me are going, well, <laughs> it was awesome. Uh, I mean, I, I've heard Modest Mouse in the past has been a little uh, inconsistent in their shows. And this is my first time seeing them live. And Lonesome Crowded West is probably a top five album of all time for me. I say that about 30 albums, but this one, I mean it. And they were tight. I will say, I I think they were even tighter than the album because the album's a little chaotic and it kind of makes sense that they had to tighten it up. But when they had that kind of precision, it almost felt like a prog show because, you know, they're playing like this hour and a half long album with all these long instrumental breaks and builds. And it was really, really tight. And, and they, I don't think they've dropped the beat. It was incredible. Uh, so jealous. I know. I, I'm sorry. So I saw them on tour. I, guess, I mean, it would have been like six years ago or something like that now. Dang. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, they're they're definitely like a really polished. I mean, they've been touring forever now, right? Like, act and but they weren't playing many of their old songs, so like, right? It, so you get that like, so yeah, it felt like seeing a different band than like what you really connected to with their early rougher albums. So this tour seemed like such a unique experience to 
Yeah. I mean, still a chance I could get tickets. <laughs> well, and uh, the 30th anniversary is right around the corner. Hey, you know, yeah. <laughs> 40th after that, 50th, you know, like. <laughs> 35th. They'll be on like a PBS special, like fundraising money for PBS, like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'll do the, the big tour concert movie that that sells a bunch of copies on PBS. That'll be great. Yeah. But I got the I got the 25th anniversary tour vinyl. Mm. Uh, you know they 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 reissued the record as like a picture vinyl and uh, marked it up because it was the 25th anniversary version. But I went on Discogs and people are already trying to flip them for like 200 bucks. It's like, come Jeez. on, guys, yeah, have some hey. have some tact. Hold on to it for a few years before you try flipping it. <laughs> just don't unwrap it, dude. They're just helping you feel better about you know your purchase. It's like when I would go to Side Project and buy the the fifty dollar beer, but I'd be like, "It's already worth two hundred, guys." <laughs> already, this is an asset I just purchased. <laughs> it's going straight to your ass, too. Yeah, it, it's like uh, it's like when old people get tricked into buying gold, young people get tricked into buying uh, band memorabilia. <laughs> Well, the, I feel like the pandemic like messed it up for me because like I at a certain point I was like, I'm going to go to smaller shows, but make sure like I buy merch and stuff. And it kind of evened out like it was about the same price, you know, as like yeah. going to a a big show. But yeah, I mean, I guess I've the last couple of shows I've gone to have just been bigger and I just haven't been buying like. I don't know. The merch is, just feels like extra exorbitant, you know? Like, yeah. Once you get to the $75 sweatshirt tier, mm. you're kind of I was even going to say like $35 t-shirt. That's a little, totally. a little stiff for me. $25 t-shirt. That's, that's where I draw the line. <laughs> yeah, that's reasonable. Waxing poetic about t-shirt prices. What are, who are we? Macklemore? <laughs> <laughs> so Macklemore is actually... He uh, is an exception to this rule that I just heard about that it, it behooves you and your chances to win a Grammy if if your name is alphabetically prioritized. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Deep right at saying. lower in the alphabet. I don't know. Later yeah. in the alphabet. What's er, the earlier in the here? earlier in the alphabet. So yeah, yeah. So recently heard this theory that um. So the Grammy nominations. There's like a whole like like a voting board, you know, and it's like tons of people in the music industry and a bunch of like old people. And, you know, I mean the same complaints that like the Oscars get, but or, or uh, the baseball hall of fame. <laughs> right. So they get these lists and they just send them out, you know, and like, Hey, this year here's like 1500 nominations for, you know, this obscure genre of, not obscure genre, but like a genre that, you know, you may not even be like super familiar with. Right. Please, You're some old white guy and you get the best hip hop artist. Yeah. Please pick five for, you know, who are going to be the actual nominees. And then they'll do a second round of voting. I assume that's how they do it. But apparently yeah. these lists they send out are alphabetically ordered. And a lot of times like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> they pick the ones that are just like have the most name recognition from early in the list of the alphabet. <laughs> yeah. And so you get people like John Baptiste, you know, which I actually really liked his album, but like he beat out like a lot of other people for nominations and boom, it's cause you know, 
ordered by Baptiste. He's like probably way up there in the front. Pretty good. Anyway, long story short, somehow Macklemore got on there and still beat Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> but so, he's like the, midway down and you know all the old white guys at least knew who macklemore was they're probably looking for him they're like i gotta find my boy macklemore so well, they probably order it by race also so they put you know the white <laughs> they, guys they put first, all the white guys first and, and then, then and then alphabetically order it <laughs> it's uh oh god <laughs> it's like you see uh macklemore machine gun kelly and then it's like <laughs> aesop yeah. rock uh, and then, and then, <laughs> and then the white guy list is over. Yeah. And then ASAP Rocky and then ASAP <laughs> Rocky and they're off to the race. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. But anyway, long story short, uh, it's good news for us. Yeah. <laughs> Either way you if slice it. <laughs> if we, if we need to get on the, uh, Grammys for best rock performance or something. Yeah. <laughs> bad wallpaper. We're, I mean, we're not sorting by wallpaper. That's for sure. How many years until uh, MJ Linderman gives like an awkward Grammy performance? I'm going to guess that never happens. Uh, <laughs> and I, I think that's good. Yeah. Well, the fact that even like, you know, Sufjan Stevens, who's like a giant in my music world, like, you know, barely got to give a Grammys performance. Wait, was it even Grammys or was it I didn't Oscar even performance? I, I, I feel like he did an Oscar performance for the Call Me By Your Name soundtrack. I think he, yeah, I think that's what it is now. I'm thinking about it. He's bigger in the Oscar world. Just <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Although Most I'm it, gonna I'm gonna see if he's won any. Oh, I definitely don't think he's won anything. <laughs> I definitely was thinking of Oscars. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I mean, he won a Grammy for Mystery of Love, which is funny. Mm. That's the only that's the only Grammy he won. In the category of like Best Song Written for Visual Media. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> or created for a film or something like that. Yeah. Um Oh, he didn't even win the Grammy. He won the Guild of Music Supervisors Award. He just got nominated. <laughs> Boo, Grammys. Probably got beat by like a Disney song. Yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I will give we'll give credit to the, the IndieCast podcast uh, for bringing this up, although it was one of their listeners, so I don't feel bad stealing this. Uh, I'm looking at record of the year this year. Uh, ABBA, Adele, Beyonce, Mary J. Blige, Brandy Carlisle, Doja Cat, Steve Lacey. I'm going to guess he went with L on the... Uh, on the the grouping list or the listing alphabetical, Kendrick Lamar, Lizzo, Harry Styles. So, I mean, one or two of them are in the back half of the alphabet. So, I I think it holds water. Not even the back half. It's all L L is the latest. Yeah, <laughs> I guess half. Harry Harry or Styles. It's it's a good question, but yeah, he was gonna make it regardless. So, right, crazy. I think I think bad wallpaper was a good call by us for mm -hmm. that reason alone. I, I can't wait I mean, till uh, we're up against Black Pumas in uh, <laughs> the best rock performance. There's category. still time. We can rename to Triple A Bad Wallpaper. Triple A, just like A A A space <laughs> Bad Wallpaper. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the early internet when 
uh, like search engines weren't good enough. So you would just like put a bunch of stuff in there that uh, would, would get you on Google. Yeah. Or phone, phone book <clears throat> strategies. We're, we're, yeah. we're running the phone book meta for our uh, band rollout. <laughs> the phone book meta. I love it. It's like, it's kind of gone out of style recently, but for yeah. Grammy votes, we're, uh, we're, we're kind of bringing it back. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> well, I think the other piece of, uh, Music news I wanted to talk about was also IndieCast related in that Steve Hyden did an interview with MJ Lenderman. And I I do feel like MJ Lenderman was kind of like a mysterious figure <laughs> moving into the year. It's like, oh, he's the guitarist from Wednesday, but he's got this solo project. It's like, ooh, what's going on? Uh, and he, I think the interview is great. I would, I would highly recommend anyone checking it out. It's on Up Rocks. Uh, I, I mean, it is interesting. He's like 23 and... The interview is, you know, about you know how to get here. He's just been playing music in like Asheville since he was in high school. Kept going, and uh, now he's here. And I think that's it's a great success story for any young musician of just like, yeah, I've just been playing my whole life and never stopped. That that's literally the whole interview. He just that's it, and they're like, great, done. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> Thanks for the interview. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he did. Uh, he did talk about the flu game, uh, the hangover game. He did just make up all the facts. So <laughs> he says, I regret writing the $3,000 line. And I think we even talked about it on our Riffarama. Yeah. I was like, I, where's this coming from? I yeah. can't find anything on this. I searched for it too because I was like, that'd be amazing. If you, I mean, it seemed so real. But it's funny that this is just like a crackpot theory that he turned into a song. It's awesome. That makes it even better. To, uh, still like does the timing line up I, maybe it, people don't know like when he first found out about his Air Jordans deal <laughs> that's true but I, I mean I still think about that too just like finding out you're set for life like even though you have a big game the next day mm -hmm. like whatever I'm gonna like party yeah it's a great theory I mean and the song just it's so good it's hard to. I mean, we were talking about this a little off off the uh, off the mic, but something about like MJ Linderman's songwriting, he leaves like enough details that it like you for me at least I fill in the blanks. You know, mm -hmm. like it's kind of like you know it lets your imagination run just a little bit with it, and that's what kind of hooks it into your brain from the, the lyric standpoint. Uh, but. I, I mean, it's also just like his like songwriting like is so melodical, melodic, melodic. I think is the uh, term. There. <laughs> like I just keep. Uh, I mean, there's several of his songs like constantly are just stuck in my head. Like we, you were talking about someone get the grill out of the rain. Like that one, <laughs> like comes into my head. Uh, the uh, TLC cage match. Like filters in, filters out. You're every girl to me, <laughs> and of course, hangover game. I, I thought it was interesting that Pitchfork. It was like the ultimate Pitchfork move, but they were like the only nod they gave to MJ Linderman was SUV. I think. Yeah. Like they, <laughs> like in their songs list. Yeah. Uh, when I saw that, I was like, oh well, then that means they're definitely are gonna like have another <laughs> one of his songs higher in the list, right? Right? Nope. Right. <laughs> Because SUV is uh, a great song, but yeah, it's not as catchy or hooky as a lot of the other songs. Yeah, it's absolutely not what 
has stood out on the album for me, at least. So I don't know what the point I was trying to make was, but it's good stuff, man. It's good, good stuff. That's why it was my album of the year, you know? (laughs) That's right. That's right. So that's why you should check out Boat Songs. That's why you should read the Uproxx MJ Lunderman interview. (laughs) Speaking of music journalism, (laughs) I... uh, we have this thing at work where they get people to come and like talk to employees and like, you know, I I think the idea is it's supposed to like inspire us or something and like spoke spark outside of the box creativity maybe. But in order to get these people to come and talk, they essentially agree to buy like thousands of their books. It's usually (laughs) whenever they're like releasing a book. So like, for example, we had uh, like Jesse Eisenberg come and because he had this like book of memoir <laughs> so <laughs> it's just like a deal they're like hey if you come talk we'll buy a ton of your books give them to our employees and that counts for like the new york times bestsellers list or whatever and, hell yeah yeah so it's definitely a scam uh long story short i got the memoir of the guy who created rolling stone recently because of this and it's a <laughs> big big ass book I'm kind of into. I mean, into like Rolling Stone's been around a while. There's there's a lot to memoir about. Yeah, so we'll see how that that how that goes. But uh, please, please let us know in the <laughs> Bad Wallpaper uh, book club. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The the book section. That's going to be a new, new part. <laughs> that would, that would require us to read on top of listening to music and watching movies. And I don't know if I have time for that. <laughs> yeah, it's the most time hey, it's intensive. Good- the three. It's a good thing we uh, always have so much like shit to shoot because I was getting worried, you know, like we, we, without, now that we're just talking about like songs that we're like kind of working on and like they're kind of more works in progress, you know, it's not quite the same like content as we got riffs. They're brand new. Are they good? Are they bad? (laughs) There's still some of that mystery. What if we made a bad song? It's true. Yeah. No, there's still mystery, but. I was just worried from like, I was like, it's going to be like 10 minutes. We're going to pop in and be like, but no, we're good. We're rolling. This it turns was no out, problem. It turns out making the content isn't hard. It's the making good content. <laughs> as we, as we found out through our top Spotify, 5%. <laughs> yeah. Our, our anchor wrapped was like, you've, you've made top 5% in the music genre of podcasting. God, just waiting, just waiting for people to think it's good content. Mm-hmm. We're not going to increase our quality, but we can at least keep keep cranking it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Speaking of good quality, I have been listening to some good quality music. <laughs> That's fantastic. Transition. Every once in a while, I think about this band, and I realized I haven't actually like gone through and listened to them, and I was pleasantly surprised. Um, the band I'm talking about is Someone Still Loves You, Boris Yeltsin. Have you heard of this band, Jake? I have heard of this band. Uh, I didn't realize they were from Springfield, Missouri. Uh, <laughs> yep. But I, I remember them being, you know, a pretty popular band in like the pitchfork core scene of mm-hmm. the late 2000s, which I was a part of. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so growing up in Springfield, Missouri and being in high school around the time that their big Pitchfork reviewed, you know, album kind of hit the scene. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh yeah, this band. But like, it wasn't my music, so I didn't really like get it, you know? Sure. 
Um, but coming back and listening to it now, as somebody who's a certified pitchfork scener, <laughs> uh, it's good. So their album Broom, it's uh, yeah, nice little indie rock uh, jam. I I don't know. It kind of reminds me a little bit of. Uh, that band that yeah, I can't think of. It right reminds now. me of that band too. Um, I literally had it on the tip of my tongue and I can see the album cover, but it's just not happening. <laughs> uh, it's the one about, you know, they wrote an album about like their girlfriend dying or something. Are you talking about cancer. the Antlers? Yeah, the Antlers Hospice. That's, that's, that's the album, right? It's, uh, yeah, it's not about their girlfriend dying, <laughs> but that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I we got there. That's all that we matters. We got there. Yeah. Okay. Kind of reminds me of Antlers. Uh, less sad, more like poppy. <laughs> Definitely less sad. I feel like. Um. There's like a melancholiness to their music. Really long band name. I think that's what that's really good, stands out about them. You know. <laughs> that's a that's a good trend. They they definitely are not you know going to make it on the Grammys. Yeah, they're way down there. Too complicated. Unless they just abbreviate and they're like Boris Yeltsin. Is <laughs> yeah, and they go with B, Boris. Parentheses, someone still loves you. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great plan. I like this plan to get the the band a, an Oscar nom or a Grammy nom, whatever the hell we're talking about. Yeah. Anyway, I, I dug into their, you know, full catalog too a little bit. And nice. I, I it was I was I was really happy. Like it's it's Really good music, and it came from my hometown. So check That's it out. Nice. I don't know how else to, you know, really. Uh, no, it's a good. To, uh, it's a good pitch. Recommend it. It's good. It's good stuff. Yeah, the other band I was going to talk about. So was it 2020, 2019? When did Neon Skyline come out? By 2020. Andy Schaff. Okay, that was my album of the year, twenty twenty. I had never heard of this guy, Andy Schaff. And in his bio, it was like from this other Canadian band that I hadn't really listened to. But I was just putting on, you know, the the new singles I believe we've already talked about from Andy Schaff, Wait, mm-hmm. uh, Wasted on You. I'm extremely excited for this album because like it's really, like that single is great. He released uh, like a B-side for it that also is great. Um, yeah, very pumped. So... I was putting on putting on some of that and on his Spotify page now, like you know how it gives you like the artist's top songs by number mm. of plays. Right. There was a song that like had like ten times more plays than any other off an album I hadn't like noticed before. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> and um clicked into it and realized it was Fox Warren, which was his old band that like what was what like he really like, you know was known for well <laughs> before and I, doing his solo stuff. Well, and actually I think like chronologically, uh he put out the party, then put out an album with Fox Warren, then put out Neon Skyline. Oh. So it it was kind of like in like the early to mid portion of, of okay, his like okay, career. Okay. So uh sorry to correct you on the record. No. I wonder what because there's something he was in a different band where he just like drummed apparently. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Before uh, even Foxhorn. So maybe that's what it is. But anyway, one of those things where he's been in like 10 bands that were semi successful. Right, right. The the point 
I was making was, I guess this is a thing like Spotify is doing now where like solo artists are getting like tagged as artists on like the bands that they were in before. And so like, you know, it's all like showing up together. And, And I mean, from a music discovery, it's pretty cool from like a artist's identity. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Um, I also noticed this with like Wolfpack, mm. which isn't a, isn't a great example because they like are like intentionally gaming the system. <laughs> More power to them. But they started tagging all things that are like in the circle of Wolfpack, where it's like band members are shared and stuff. But they started tagging it all like with Wolf. Oh, and, interesting. And so like you get the like uh, all the different projects that they've done kind of together. And I mean, I guess like if it's an artist's prerogative, if they want to opt into this, like cool. Uh, yeah. But anyway, just it, an interesting, you know, interesting thing. It's funny because it's almost the opposite of what would happen when you had an iPod, you know, when it would be like this artist featuring this artist and that would be a separate artist in your iPod and you have to go to the album to actually get all the songs. <laughs> yeah. uh, that was like the opposite problem where it was like too segmented. But now it's, I think it's nice to be able to tag additional stuff that an artist has worked on and kind of collab, you know, kind of pull it all into their personal page, especially if that's what they want to do. I'm, I'm 100% on board. It's interesting because I was actually curious about uh, another artist where I, I discovered their band work after their solo work, which was Elliot Smith's uh, work as under Heat Miser with that band. That is not tagged with Elliot Smith. So it does seem to be like a case-by-case basis. Maybe it depends on the artist preference or maybe it's only more recent artists who are still putting out you know solo art. But a very interesting phenomenon that is, yeah, it has its pros and cons, definitely. And we'll see how this goes. I mean... We should start, you know, pumping out our soul stuff too. And, right. and bad wallpaper, comma. Well, who who would be first? I guess alphabetically, maybe you. I think it would be you. From, uh, from a last name. name. I mean, I mean, it, Jared and Jake <laughs> are pretty close in the alphabet. If you go last name, I think you, the, you're you're winning. The theme of the show is. The alphabet. This the, is the, this is the alphabet Street. episode. Yeah. <laughs> this episode brought to you by the, the letter, letter J. J. <laughs> Sweet. I do like that Fox Warren al- album a lot, though. It's a good record. It's good. Yeah. I am sad that like I hadn't really caught it before. It's just they and the Andy Schaff universe, the MJ Linderman universe. They need to like combine joint tour. Let's make it happen. <laughs> you could do, it, do a Fox Warren and Wednesday tour where MJ and Andy Schof have like uh, solo oh shows gosh. in the middle of it. Oh my gosh. Great plan. I'll, we'll get them all on the, on the line and start playing mm-hmm. it. We'll, we'll have to insert ourselves as well as you know, the, the first, organizers. The first ever Bad Wallpaper Fest. <laughs> it's, all, it's all just like cross-pollination. <laughs> it's, only like, it's only like six members of bands, but there's like 14 <laughs> bands on the bill. <laughs> That would be pretty impressive. Well, awesome. Uh, I have been listening to a bunch of stuff that didn't make my year-end list, but that you kind of brought back up in the year-end lists. Uh, One of them that I had actually recommended to you, Mo Troper. Uh, And the other one that I hadn't run into until you told me about them, which is Second Grade. 
Uh, I hadn't listened to the second grade album at all, either one of them. Uh, and I'd listened to MTV by Mo Troper and some of his older stuff uh, earlier in like the fall, but I hadn't come back around to it yet. So I, I took it as an opportunity to, to go on a little power pop uh, spree and it was a lot of fun. I think both of those artists are bringing a lot to the table in in terms of like different kind of power pop lanes at this point, but also uh, just two good albums that came out last year. Uh, so I've been really enjoying the kind of diving back into the power pop side of things. Hey, it's always there for you when you need it. Yeah, you can always go back <laughs> and listen to to thirteen if you're in a pinch. <laughs> yeah, I still really like. Uh, hit to hit by second grade, which I think was there like 2019. Yeah, or? yeah, it's a little older. Um, it's it's kind of the combination of like, I mean, it, it's super the the super fun pop pop rock. Um, but it's got like also like they're like little just really short songs. Like a lot of them are like mm-hmm. little short ideas for songs. Um, another artist like Frankie Cosmos. Yeah. Like she had a whole album of like, you know, a minute to two minute songs. And like, I loved that album when it came out. It it kind of also, it like, it leaves you wanting more. Mm-hmm. It can also come off as like kind of twee. We've talked about the, the, the term twee. <laughs> it's like, just finish your song. <laughs> like, you know, you don't have to do this. Keep the yeah. You don't it have to stops. cut it off early. You can keep <laughs> yeah. it going. Yeah. So, I, I don't know the whole short song thing as a motif it's kind of old but as a like you know confidence builder like and you know I just wanted to get this out there I get that too like of course. And it's so I'm kind of in between like it's helped me kind of with my songwriting like not stress over too much of like no it needs like a bridge it needs you know, <laughs> Uh, sometimes it another doesn't need, it doesn't need another verse all the time. Yeah, yeah. So that's my my takeaway. That's your but, takeaway. Uh, that's cool. I really, yeah. That second grade hit to hit though, like Velodrome. I think that song came up on like just some random like like Spotify radios mm-hmm. for me, and I still really like that one. It's their uh, top song on Spotify by a pretty wide margin. Yeah, <laughs> the, there's a line in it or something like I signed your. Uh, what is it like? I'm. What do they call it when you're trying to get signatures for a, a thing? A. What? It's like a protest, you know, like like you're trying to like you're, you're gathering signatures oh. for like a like a ballot measure. I don't know what what I'm trying to say. <laughs> what, do, what do they call those? Uh, petition. <laughs> petition. Boom on the board. All right. Take it. I don't even again. know if that's a lyric, but it but. <laughs> Something like I signed your petition, but I spelled my name wrong. <laughs> like that just sticks in my head. Apparently not. Apparently super long, doesn't stick in your head that but, great. But I mean, our listeners will know how Swiss cheesy my brain usually is. At least when it so, comes to finding specific words yeah. from specific references. So if it at all like is in there at all, it's that's a good sign. It's <laughs> Look, if the word petition shows up, we'll call it a win. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't fat. We don't we don't need a live fact check this one. <laughs> no, we do. We do actually. Are, you are you are going to fact check it? Okay. 
I'll play the Jeopardy music over here. Ooh. I mean, the only song I knew named Velodrome was this one by Second Grade, but uh, apparently an artist named Deza has a very long song named Velodrome. Velodrome <laughs> sounds like it should be like a 30-minute fish song or something. <laughs> also, I didn't know what a Velodrome was until like just... Well, it was actually when I was going to the Phoebe Bridgers concert, it, which was at like a big park state park kind of thing up here in Washington. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a velodrome like in the park. It's it's a bike racing like loop. Yeah. Kind of like a super speedway for bikes. And I was like, oh, velodrome. I've seen those before. That song. I didn't and realize I, that's what it was. I like the guys who ride on those because one of their uh, like thighs gets really big and the other one, bigger than the other one. Because they're on a curve, may actually be really hard to find lyrics. No, I found it. It's like it's. I spelled my name wrong on the declaration. Okay, declaration. But I saw you down at the demonstration. I couldn't tell what it was about. I spelled my name wrong on the declaration. Couldn't erase it, so I crossed it out. But I mean, it's certainly talking about like a petition. But declaration sounds better in this context. you, You know something weird? Yeah, I want to know something weird. So like. I I googled <laughs> second grade velodrome li- lyrics or actually velodrome second grade lyrics. That's literally what I okay, googled. Okay. And one of the hits I got was a letter from Seth Avitt to a second grade class. <laughs> hey Seth, happy holidays. I love how every single search you get is like something about the Avitt brothers, but yeah, it, not in the context you're trying to find ever. I'm I'm being gaslit by like the Avitt brothers. They're like paid Google. They're like, <laughs> let's target ad. This guy's in our demographic. We need to just—he's <laughs> a key demo for sure. <laughs> yeah, let's let's uh, slice and dice him out and just bombard him with subtle. Uh... Do you want to read this lyric or this uh, no letter, <laughs> dear Mister Williams and all the great kids God. in the second grade class? Hey everybody, my name is Seth Avit and Where, I play guitar. Is there any velodrome <laughs> reference in this? I don't know yet. <laughs> I think it's just the second grade, <laughs> but <laughs> how is that possible? And lyrics, maybe. I mean, you should control F Velodrome. We don't have time to read the whole letter to the second grade class. It's on Pinterest. That's probably <laughs> the problem. <laughs> how did you end up on Pinterest, man? That, that's how you know you went the wrong direction somehow. Mm-hmm. And it asks you to log in, and you're like, "Dude, I think I have a Pinterest account," but it was only because I got mad at it telling me to log in to look at stuff. You want to know what's really embarrassing is I think the problem is I'm using Microsoft Bing. <laughs> Are you really? Are you binging? Yeah. Oh, they got you brainwashed I, uh, over there, buddy. At some point, switched all my stuff over to Bing to get the like <laughs> rewards points. Yeah, yeah. How's that going for you? I was for getting you? those like $5 Amazon gift cards every couple months. Bing. $5. It's. I mean, it's going well. I got a $5 gift card just the other day. <laughs> It's going well. This is a except sponsorship you, for something. It's going well, other than when you have to find something specific. It apparently steers you to the Avett brothers every time. Every time. Somehow the Avett brothers have a uh, like a contract with Bing. Soon, soon when you load up Bing, it's going to start auto playing like MySpace, like when I drink or something. <laughs> Probably something from one of their oh new albums gosh. that I don't know. But yeah, that's 
that's definitely the story with Aver Brothers. New stuff from their <laughs> albums that I don't know. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, okay. I don't care about this right now. Well, we made it. We made it. God. Who, who'd have thought? Who'd have thought we made it here? Thanks for binging that, Jared. Keep us updated. You're welcome. Bing. It is fun to say. It's more fun to say than Google. Mm, yeah. I got to give them that. All right. Mm-hmm. I think it's time to to get into the meat of the episode finally. Uh, right. This is our first time actually doing one of these episodes where we do an update on a demo. So I'm very excited. Yeah. I know we, we're, we're breaking new ground here. Breaking new ground. It's, it's, it's tough. I think we're going to have to like start like instead of like playing respirations, just like play like bits, you know, of our what have we been listening to? So we can still have that like <laughs> music, but we haven't been putting the music in anyways. So. Correct. Mainly because it's just annoying from like an anchor and Spotify perspective. And I just don't know the laws about uh, like putting music in your, in your podcast. There's laws yeah. and I don't know them. So I'm playing it safe. <laughs> yeah. The worst thing but, that could happen from this podcast is if we get sued. <laughs> And the worst, yeah, right. And we're shut down, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, probably better. But I'm laying low. I I liked the just from you know getting a chat with you and listening to music part it was always fun. Exactly. Um, but anyway, we don't have that because you know you already, you already heard the respiration, yeah, or whatever we're working on at that's one right. point. So now you just get to hear just us. Which we is can probably bring it good. up. We can bring up the yeah. respiration. It's probably good that we distance ourselves from the getting sued perspective. <laughs> we do need to work that on that. We need to work on not uh, <laughs> not saying that we're ripping someone off directly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I'm I I'm safer from that perspective because almost all of my things was like I just wrote this and I had to pick what I think it kind of sounds like to follow our format. <laughs> oh, you're saying but, I'm the one uh, who does the ripping off? I get it. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess I'll go first. Be my guest. All right. So yeah, I mean, this process is also harder in a way. <laughs> yeah. I found because now it's like, oh, I have to actually like, I can't just mess around and yeah. like pretend like I'm being creative. I came up with this unique idea. Who knows if it's good? It's good because it's new and it's novel. right, right. Now I have to actually like polish the turd, so to speak. Yeah. So I was pretty anxious about this, and Ooh. it's also harder from a perspective of like time. Yeah. Because like I could like, oh, I have an hour. I'm gonna go down and knock something out. And you know what? The time constraint is maybe nice. Like you know, yeah. it'll be a unique idea. It's fresh. I won't overthink it. But that's good at getting like an idea, but then to like actually flesh that out, like that takes actual time and, and, and like a little uninterrupted time as well. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. I can't like do an hour and then come back. Like, <laughs> and that's obviously complicated by, you know, the challenges of having a busy household with a kid and everything. For sure. I, I will say though, that like, it, it, we're probably going to decrease like the, the, we're definitely not weekly going to be able to crank out a demo, but yeah, I think also we're getting them these songs to a point where if we sat down in a room with Jack and, you know, a, a bassist, uh, mm-hmm. unnamed bassist, um, <laughs> to be determined, 
I think we have enough to go off of. And if we wanted to add another verse to something, we at least have the structure set. If we wanted yeah. to like jam out on stuff, we, we know where we can jam. It, it just gives us a framework to even build another level on top of this. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that was, I, I, I was like, I'm going to keep going until I get this to the, at least that point. You yeah, know? yeah. Yeah. Like don't leave it at, well, it needs a little more. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. Like, it's like now is your opportunity, like finish it, to, yeah. you know, to that somewhat finish point. And I actually found that really like encouraging because, or in, encouraging or motivating. Yeah. Like it helped me get over the line, at least for this one. I mean, it's the first one, so we'll see, <laughs> you know. But, and, and we did this process when we were like jamming together. But that's like also the hard thing is like we're not, we're we not able to opportunity yeah. a ton. I mean, we could maybe find some time to do that, but I mean, right. It would, right. it would have to be another time that we carve out of our, of our lives right. to right. like sit in a room and, and chit chat. Yeah. So I guess all that to say, I spent a good portion of time. Well, so what I was able to do was I was like, okay, I have to schedule this. So like the day I'm going to like work on the song is going to be this day. Yeah. And then, but that was kind of nice too, because like I had that planned out ahead of time. So like I, I got to spend all day at work, you know, leading up to it, like daydreaming and thinking about what I was yeah. going to do, like figuring it out. And part of that process for me was like listening through all my tracks, all my riffs and like, which one do I want to work on? Which yeah. one's like speaking to me right now. And uh, I mean, I had a couple ideas and like a big part of it was like recency bias, you know? Definitely. Because just like the muscle memory of like, oh yeah, I still remember how to play this one, like, and it was fun, was was uh, a part like, I was part of it. But then like, as I like listened back to other ones, like I actually ended up picking one from like way back. Really? <laughs> yeah. So it was actually the f- and I, <laughs> the other funny thing, I don't even know. I don't really have the list of the ones, the official picks that we made. Uh, maybe we should get that going. I'll, I'll work on that later. <laughs> yeah. So I may have gone a little rogue here and just picked a, a rando one. Do you know um, if you picked a rando one or if you picked a winner? I don't know. <laughs> um, but Hell yeah. Uh, who cares about the last year? Doesn't even matter. I mean, who cares about like the format of the podcast? Doesn't matter. <laughs> who cares? I mean, yeah. it is funny because I feel like I've done the same thing where I've gone back and listened to a song and I'm like, man, I'm surprised this didn't win. <laughs> like, Yeah. That's really good. So let's see. How did we? Okay. One, two, three. And then we have five, six, seven. Yep. Yes. Correct. <laughs> Are you trying to figure <laughs> out which one you started with? Yeah. I think that this came in the week that I did the, well, I was trying to group them because I think this was the the month where I had, I think the winner this month was like my Explosions in the Sky inspired track, which is not the one I won. That's the one that was like, <laughs> yeah. I like yeah. that one. Yeah. That, Dude, that one is one good. Said- I do want to come up with that one, but uh, no, I went with my track from week 11, which I titled Surname. Mine was, was week 11 as well. What? Wow, look at Wild. that. Okay, all right, sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, the only other distinct thing about it was, I think it was like the first one we put on our Instagram, like like a teaser for it. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it was what stood out to me, and I was like, you know what, I... It, it gave me like, you know, that like feeling like whenever I was like clicking through all of them and I was like, oh yeah, I really liked that one. And and it felt like 
had the pieces already. So anyway, I uh, I mean, should I just play it? Should play, I talk about? You like, want to play the original first and and talk about like that a little bit? Oh, that's an interesting idea. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're coming up with this on the fly, folks. Yeah, can do. So was this okay. was this after the concept of like a last name, or maybe inspired by the country Suriname? <laughs> Sur- Suriname. <laughs> I think. I I literally have no idea um, why I named it this. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's great. And also, I'm curious what my respiration was for this one too. You, didn't really. You don't remember? You didn't look it up. I bet. I bet I could find out. I'll, I'll look it up while you play it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> let's let's not get carried away. Oh, I do like this one. found the the respiration do you want to take any guesses i i mean the funny thing is like if i had to pick now i would maybe say like it's a little always inspired yeah i mean so it was pains of being pure at heart oh yeah 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 uh laid specifically which is, i think is that a cover it is a cover <laughs> i didn't really realize it <laughs> but that's I, I remember this one and I was like, yeah, that is a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. So um, what, what jumped out at you when you went back and listened to it? I mean, I really like the like tone, like the guitar tone I got on it. And um, it's, I don't know, like it's got a, it's got a drive, but it also has like kind of a melancholiness to it. Sure. That is, makes it different than just like a, you know major three chord song which is funny because it's three major it, it is a major three chord song but it, it also kind of reminds me of like dive <clears throat> mm. kind of shoegazy but groovy yeah yeah which kind of i mean is kind of the always thing too exactly like shoegazy but like poppy and yeah what like i what else like really stuck stuck out to me on it i don't know just i mean it grooves uh, that's enough yeah <laughs> so my process, I don't know how much to really talk about. Like <laughs> it, it, how, how I, I'm really happy where it turned out. I'll just say that. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't really do too much to it. So, 
Uh, you want to hear it? Yeah, let's get it. All right. So it's got vocals. Normal disclaimer. I gave it like one, you know, take on the vocals, so they're not great, but. Yeah, and I mean, we could talk about this as well. Like, if we wanted to, like, work on the vocals and stuff, like, I could take a crack at it. We could reintroduce it again if if that sounds better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the idea is to get the you know structure there, and yeah, we can keep building. And I mean, it might not even be the right key. Like, that's there's like a lot of things with that, you know, like that we can always address. (laughs) uh, True. All right. Let's get Um, get it. Also, yeah, the lyrics turned out pretty like personal. But, All right, let's do a deep dive. Yeah, it's not that deep. How personal right. are we talking? <laughs> <laughs> Did you use like the same track? Like, too much time trying to blend like the tone <laughs> of the it new sounds part pretty I added. good yeah i would say pretty impressive considering how like much you've probably tweaked your knobs since week 11 you can hear it it feels like an eq curve yeah, 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 when yeah. it transitions back into it <laughs> but it's uh some copy and paste magic and able to (laughs) 
still kept the the fade ending. I kind of have an idea of how to change that too, but uh, yeah, there you go. Three minutes, 29 seconds. There that's you go. That's, that's a song. Can't argue with that. No, I, I like the, the melody over the top of it. I mean, I think you, you're kind of taking some of that guitar melody and I think that that already sat in there very cleanly. So I think it works well, especially with kind of a shoegaze vibe to the, having that like kind of vocal line jump in and then kind of sit in the back again, let the guitar run and then jump back in. I, I liked that a lot. Uh, I think that fit perfect. So very good job there. Yeah. That's probably going to be a theme of my <laughs> stuff. Cause I mean, when I just have like a chord progression and I'm like, all right, time to sing a melody. Like nothing comes like, but, but if you have a guitar what, melody, like, like Let's say yeah. like 60% of the time that works. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's either that where I'll write the melody on guitar and then like sing to the guitar and then take the guitar out. Oh, sure. Like, yeah. Like, hey, whatever works. I, I, it's really the only way like I have of like writing vocal melodies. So. That's, that's totally um, fine. So, yeah, that's, that's how that came together. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, I liked the like structure. Like I thought about adding like a chorus kind of yeah. to that second part, but like I actually kind of liked it as like a instrumental chorus. Yeah, and I it, uh, it kind of had a bridge, but no chorus. Yeah. yeah. I liked that. I liked that a lot. Yeah. Um yeah, and I mean the the second half being all like just instrumental, I think I mean, I don't know. Those were choices and I'm going to stick to them. Right. You know? And at the end of the day, like we we could add more or or keep it as is and i think both mm -hmm. both options would work just kind of feel it out yeah yeah and i mean <laughs> i don't i don't even want to like you, we can cut this part out but the, <laughs> the way the lyrics came to me was hilarious i so like i was jamming around i knew i kind of wanted like well i spent a long time relearning the song which yeah. is always it's hard like always yeah weird chord shapes and stuff. And like, that's part of this too, is like, I finally like wrote down, like once I got it figured out, oh yeah, this is how I played it. Mm. And so it should be easier the second time around. Um, but yeah, spent a lot of time like just doing that, getting my tones right. Then I kind of knew what I was, I was like, okay, I want like a bridge part or I, at that point I was like, maybe it's going to be a chorus, just another part. Yeah. And then I started thinking about lyrics and for a while, like, I had these like dumb angsty lyrics <laughs> that like I was just like these are embarrassing and literally went up to like take a leak and sure I don't know like the like concept of like like not concept but just like the word fishing came to my mind and then that reminded me of my grandpa and then uh it just kind of went from there perfect and uh yeah I mean it's pretty much like a true song like I, it's you know a little embellished, like it didn't exactly go down like that. Sure, but like I was remembering, artistic, you know, uh, yeah, artistic <laughs> license. license, yeah. But it was like the you know, like where I was in life, you know, when I like found out my grandpa was like sick and yeah, uh, yeah, just and it it's hopefully like specific, but like in a way that is like relatable to like other people. So. I, I liked like the. 
hanging out in some girl's dorm and then you get a call from your mom that your grandpa's dying. Like, I mean, that's, that is very specific, but also like, I feel like everyone knows that kind of feeling of like, you're, you're young and you're on, on top of the world. And then you get hit with some news like that. I mean, like, like it's yeah, yeah specific, but, uh, gives you an emotion. I think that's amazing. I, I really, I really liked that part of it, of the lyrics. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the, the, like, you know, okay, it's kind of hard to talk about, but, uh, it's like you're in, you know, at that point in my life, I was in college, I was doing my own thing, you know, you're like <laughs> a million things going on and like, you kind of forget about like, you don't forget about, but it's just like back burner, you know, yeah. your, your whole family stuff. And then, but like that stuff like that happens and you kind of feel bad because you're like, well, I was doing my own thing. Like spending time in a girl's dorm, <laughs> but, uh, that's like part of life. So yeah, no, very, very, very like relatable. All right. Well, we don't have to cut that. I, I hope you, I thought it was nice. <laughs> I, well, I was mostly like, Oh yeah, I came up with the lyrics about my grandpa dying while I was taking a leap. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, I don't staying. Know that's, that's uh... <laughs> for sure. Staying. <laughs> Do you have a new yeah. name for this song so we can stop calling it surname? I know I need to, I mean, uh, I had a couple ideas about it. Nothing really stood out. Taking a leak. Titling songs is hard. We need to do a whole like bit on that. Cause like, you know, you could do the like part. The, if you ever had the experience of listening to a song, like that's titled one thing and you're like, no, they should have named it this. Like <laughs> this is the, the, the lyric that stands out. It's clearly this, but instead they chose like an obscure like part. And then you can never remember the name of the song because you're like, oh yeah, it's maybe that's just me, my moldy brain uh, problem. Getting mad. Like, yeah. <laughs> hey, should have named it this. Yeah. So I don't know. Any, do you have any, uh, any takes on it? Uh, I mean, what, what were the words around like fishing? Yeah. I mean, fishing with my grandpa at his pond. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, something like that. Yeah. I, how about uh, Grandpa's Pond? <laughs> Grandpa's I mean, Pond. Like... <laughs> I mean, that's an option. All right. That's the interim title. I hope you know that. Grandpa's Pond. All right. We got it. Uh, yeah. But pretty happy with the, the whole thing. Uh, I clearly was like still on my, oh, I don't, we don't need to talk about guitar gear and stuff. But <laughs> I was on my J Mask Sith. Uh, yeah, tone. can't get can't go wrong with that though. Thing there, it's always there. It's always there. Un- unavoidable. <laughs> All right, awesome man. Oh, I'm I'm super super amped. Like I'm like, oh man, that's awesome. I would love to play that. Uh, so I, I good job, buddy. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, my my one that I expanded upon, I think I talked about it a little bit last time we talked about demos and such. Uh, this was also my week 11, my Diarrhea Planet inspiration. Uh, it was initially titled You Gotta Get Away until I found out that that's also the name of an Offspring song that I'd never heard of. Uh, so it's got a different name now, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> Listen to the, uh, the demo because I... I actually fully re-recorded it because all my stems were on my laptop and now I'm on my desktop. I think it needed a little work anyways. Uh, and I'm, I'm bad at splicing. (laughs) 
Was this the diarrhea planet and respiration? I mm. just said that, okay. Jared. Oh, sorry. I was yeah, like yeah, pigeonholed. <laughs> Tunnel vision. You thinking about fishing? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was actually looking up to see if there are other songs already named Grandpa's Pond. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, I still love... It's funny because, I mean, we talked about it. I don't know if it was on the podcast but there's like a part of that song that i don't think you even intended but like i hear this like over tone harmony to the rhythm guitar and i still love that so i'm super curious when you re-recorded it if it still stands out yeah or or what but uh there's so much of that song i like it it's like ready to go like like yeah, so let's see where you took it. Yeah, it's re- I, it was ready to go. So I, I expanded upon the lyrics. Disclaimer, this is not about my current employer. Please do not be mad at me. Uh, I, so it, it was inspired by our friend. Uh, I'll, I'll not put his name here uh, just to uh, protect him and his career as well. I don't want to like dox somebody who was complaining to me about their job. But, uh, yeah, our buddy was like, oh, I'm like working all these hours. He was working like 80 hour weeks and like he was at the bottom of the totem pole at some like finance company and was getting treated like crap. You know, people were making tons of money around him and he was like working all these hours and also making the least amount of money. And like, eventually they asked him to like come in on like Christmas or something and he just quit. And I loved it. It was, it was like. I, I think I would have been afraid to like quit a job without something lined up, but eventually it was just like, no, this is too much. Straw broke the camel's back. Like my boss sucks. I hate my job. <laughs> just quit, man. Just quit. So I think everyone's had a bad boss or a bad job and just, you know, wanted to just quit. And I think, uh, I think that's a very, very uh, relatable thing. I think it's a very natural thing and it is not how I feel currently. Uh, I love my boss. My boss is very nice. She is, she's wonderful. So I'm <laughs> not including her name. <laughs> but do you still poop on the company's time? <laughs> yeah. So the, the name of this is now Dollar Dime. Uh, I, did, I, don't, I do poop on company time, but not all the time. Mixing and mastering, but like uh, how we're going to have to have four guitars to pull this off. <laughs> 
Sanders, I was waiting for you to finish the rhyme. I was like, is he going to go for it? No. That's why I poop <laughs> on company time. <laughs> on company time. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I, I love that. I love that phrase, but I was like, I'll just, I'll mix it up a little bit. There's a little wink at it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So I like, so the new things that I noticed, there's like that a kind of a new like guitar part. Yeah. Uh, that, that kicks in and I, I really like how that's used in like a couple different places I still miss the like the the that overtone kind of harmony thing that I'm, I kept hearing I'm gonna like, need you to pick that out because I still can't find yeah. it <laughs> yeah I don't know why it's just it's so distinct to me and I love it uh, um but you know that's like the stuff like yeah as we like learn to play it and like record it like mm. I think it could work I the the uh, so the chorus part what I felt like was the chorus part which was new oh it was the not the like oh wait no it is the like the you got to get away part. yeah that was Never like mind. a pre-chorus Sorry. I guess yeah the pre-chorus is nice and then it goes into the, you got to get away I wanted the like I wanted the that guitar line to come in and like another like time of like singing then you got to get away like it just felt like right yeah. But, uh, I mean, you could play with that, you know, like build it. And then I also wanted a reprise of the chorus at the end. Like, it's just such a fun, jammy song. Like, that's one, like, why cut yeah. it short? Like, just do it again. <laughs> um, and then there were lots of little melody parts that, <laughs> they're, they're, I'll just say that it's what, I always liked about like Diarrhea Planet too, mm. like the way they just kind of do little vocal runs and stuff. That ah, oh, I love it. And I, I mean, I think it was uniquely you. We'll say for legal reasons. <laughs> <laughs> for legal reasons, no, not a rip off. No, I, I mean, yeah, no, I think they were uniquely you, and I really liked them. The only, oh yeah, the only other thing I was gonna say was there was like another guitar part that kind of reminded me of like Martha a little bit too, like. <laughs> Just like super fun, like let's just like get that kind of searing guitar tone and just like go. And I'm made me excited to like let it rip on that a little bit. You yeah. Know? 
So uh, we only need like three more guitar players to play it live. I know. <laughs> I was like, well, that <laughs> that uh, guitar motif is a harmony guitar, so that's already two. <laughs> unless you unless you kick on a pedal, and then uh, you know you've got the rhythm guitar, and then you've also got this new part you added underneath it. So that's four guitars. That was so really, boom, we're that in was, diarrhea planet. That was really my diarrhea so, planet move was like, I'll just keep adding guitars on the track. I mean, <laughs> we'll probably only have two if we ever play it live, but like it's more fun. Yep. Just keep at I don't even have a bass in there. I didn't port the bass over, so I'll re-record that. I still need to tweak the drums on the verse and pre-chorus. I just kind of got something in there to keep it going. Because again, there were all these different parts and I was yeah. like trying to come up with unique drum parts and I just ran out of time. <laughs> I'm still so impressed with, yeah, your ability to like punch in some drums. Like I thought the drums sound pretty, like it definitely captured the idea of yeah. what you'd want there. I mean, you'd want, so. you'd want someone like being able to kind of fill and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I, I liked the build in the bridge. I thought I did okay at building that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think all the individual pieces little, work pretty well. Yeah. There's a little like Andrew WK. Yeah. Get the party started. And, and I, I've realized that like I want to grit up my voice a little bit and I can do it a little bit and I can use plugins to help, but I don't it, it, I don't think my voice is just that gritty. So I, I try not to like lean on it too hard. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is a note that will like I mean, I think you were going for something there. And I think when, you know, we record the album, like obviously like we'll be doing a lot of the vocal takes. Yeah. Back to back to back. <laughs> um, there will be kind of a cohesiveness there by like necessity. Sure. That will pull things together. So, um, I mean, and that's kind of like something like Mo Troper on MTV Vive, like he used a lot of different vocal ideas yeah. and like pitch shifting and like sped up, slowed down. And like at time, like the first listen, I was like, there's like five different singers on this, but <laughs> uh, that can be like a cool thing too. Um, if, you know, we go in that direction sure. where it's kind of like we, we tweak different things. Uh, yeah. I mean, but that your voice sounded great on it. So Thanks. not really that much to needs changed. Um, no, I think it's just a, a song that needs an organic vibe. And I, I yeah. captured it as well as I could, but I, I think there's even more to it if we start recording it like a little more cohesively with like Jack and stuff. Yeah. I, I think that the that fact makes me also think that there's even a higher ceiling to this song than the demo was able to capture. And that's also exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think I think there's <laughs> a lot it could could achieve. That's kind of in like I don't, I I kind of in contrast to my track, like I don't see it changing much. Um, like there there are a few tweaks maybe, but like the structure I think is there. But like mm -hmm. I could see some like like what I was saying about structurally, like with yours, like we could either attack on a guitar solo or you know, oh yeah, or a second chorus or yeah. There was also like the way the like that lead part came in at the end. Like, I mean, I get it and like, oh yeah, I like this part. But like, I was like, there could be like something different there too. Yeah. And that could be fun. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's one in the bag too. Uh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. 
Hallelujah. Hell yeah. did, you, did you see that String Machine liked my post, but not your post? No. You mean the uh, top albums yeah. post? Or the, String uh, Machine liked uh, mine, but didn't like yours. Probably because you ranked them ninth. Probably, yeah. I said fourth. <laughs> hey, but I put Karakara uh, on mine. So. Well, did they like it? I, I tagged no, them. I don't know. I don't think so. Mm. <laughs> seems seems like I'm winning. Right. <laughs> <sighs> it's not a it's not a contest, Jake. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> kind of. You're is, kind of losing is. the contest, so of course you would say that. Yeah. I mean, it's probably not that hard to say that your list is like objectively more in line with the the uh, consensus. Oh, so. I see what you're saying. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I, I keep I'm still mad that I didn't get Car Car on mine, so <laughs> haven't gotten over it. Haven't gotten over it. Yeah. Uh, oh man. Oh. Well, uh, how many songs right. do we have now? Like three full songs at this point? Four, right? I mean it 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 well, maybe even five. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so if we're doing snow and oh, shoot, I didn't even count Col- snow. Columbia. Yeah. And now we've got Grandpa's Pond. Grandpa's Pond and Dime Dollar. Dollar Dime. And then uh, Reservations. I mean, that's like the other big one. Yeah, that's true. We still, that's five. We still have then, like pieces what about, of that other demo we did, I think, could stick. The Oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> and then what was the one we did? Was it Columbia that we did? I thought there was another one. Uh, the one that we like put over the Boston trip video. Isn't that one pretty much what? like a finished demo? Which Boston trip? To, what? Oh no, that was like, not. That one's not finished. I know what you're talking about. Okay. That one, I, I have that, some lyrics, but it's not done. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I was. You know, this can be like post edited out stuff. But <laughs> this is the I second kinda, time you've got. I'm going to say something and edit it out, and I'm like, I probably won't. Well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on a mic, man. I got to watch what I say. Um, no, uh, I was going to make a classic Jared dumb joke, but <laughs> it's not even funny at this point. I can't, it, it being like ironically obnoxious just lost its like funniness after like Kanye, like just as stupid. Like I can't, I don't know. You've changed your sense of humor because of Kanye West? Uh, a little bit. For now. Okay. You could tell me off air. All right. No, all I was going to say though is I was starting, like, you know, it comes in waves, but the feeling of like, there's so much work to do to still make like songs. You know? Yeah. And we need a lot of songs to actually like make a record. And it was starting to feel, I was starting to feel like maybe I can't do this, you know? Yeah. Like, I wrote all these riffs, but like, like are there actual songs there like what if, yeah and so i was feeling a little anxious about that yeah. but uh the process of like going back through and listening and like oh yeah i like a lot of these yeah and also like i only have to do like a couple of them because yeah you already knocked out like several others and, and i mean i think 10's like a good number you know at least at yeah and like the fun thing too is like we can do a lot once we get these demos like true we can shop them around maybe you know like see if we can actually get some of that sweet sweet record label money to (laughs) yeah 
actually record it. And more than that, like the connections and like the knowing we have like a direction that. Yeah, exactly. It's something that was something a little more concrete. Or, you know, we put tin together and we ship it out and it's, you know, our first record. And then like, we get the little bit of buzz and we build on that, you know, or yeah. something. And like, and we've already got others in the tank to go. So totally, it was, I, I was feeling pretty encouraged. So, Me too. No, uh, I, I feel the same way where I'm like, oh my God, there's so much work to do. But then I also sit down and I knock out a song and I'm like, oh yeah, that's just one more in the bucket. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to be perfect. And, yeah. And if anything, the, the, <laughs> the real friends we made are along the way. So, uh, <laughs> A lot of Surprise like what has been encouraging about this process and looking at respirations and like inspirations, it's it's also like reminding me that like bands that make the art that I love and the music that I love, like it can be scrappy, it can be like, you know, lo-fi, it can be recorded in a garage, you know, it's like it's fine. Yeah. And there's a part of me that is nervous about it, like just being a like something that like doesn't get any traction but that's also fine yeah i i I think i'm in at that fine stage like whatever happens happens we just got to get it done yeah so hey there's my uh (laughs) there's your introspection moment yeah we'll end each we'll end each one of these demo sessions with an introspection from jaren so for all the kids out there (laughs) don't give up thinking about starting a band all those 30-year-old dads out there <laughs> put that guitar down a couple years ago. but That's right. You, you can always come back yeah. to it. I, I, that's something I've, I've had in my mind, too, is like, at least this process makes me feel like less bad about the fact that I've kept all my guitars out and I've still that's like right. been playing around with them and stuff. Like, <laughs> I am like actually doing something with it. It's not just like, Collecting dust. Money hole yeah. and collecting dust. Yeah. And the just the personal like enjoyment and therapy of like sitting down and making music is that's worth it on its own for me. That's so. right. And that's that's when you know you're doing it right, I feel like is <laughs> you're just doing it for fun. You're doing it because you like it. Uh and you don't care that much about the result. I feel like if anything, that means we're going to be even better. We're going to even be even bigger because of how little we care about how big we get. Yeah. <laughs> you tell him. Oh, yeah. It'll definitely not come across as like nervous and uh, mm-hmm. afraid of failing. I mean, the, the good thing is we don't have to win crowds over it as openers to Modest Mouse because it's like not like we're really going to tour anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I think we could tour a little bit. We'll see. We'll see. I, I would love that. At least yeah. do some live shows. That's all I care about. We could call it the sabbatical tour. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of bands out there that have day jobs and they yeah, just take a week and they'll tour the western the western seaboard and the eastern seaboard. Yeah. That is the song off of the newest second grade album that speaks to me the most. Like <laughs> work till you die. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Da, na, 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 na. I don't know the rest Absolutely. of it, but it's like, yep. I mean, that's still like the reality. Is I'm gonna work till I die. <laughs> probably. <laughs> you might probably. as well have some fun while you're doing it. Might as well. 
Uh, any more introspection points, Jake? Nah, I'll see you in a few weeks. After Christmas, we'll uh, get back together, maybe have some more stuff to work on. Uh, mm -hmm. You shoot me those lyrics, though, and I, I might do some work on that, uh, that tune of yours. See, see what we can get. Yeah, I got it in the one and, and if you come up with a guitar track that matches your phantom uh melody in your head <laughs> shoot it over to me i would love to yeah i work on it i think yeah it's in i would G. love to uh okay okay <laughs> i mean i might just like pull your your track down and like Totally. Add a fifth guitar. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. What, what could go more. wrong? It's just a fifth guitar. What could go wrong? <laughs> I'll make it the loudest. <laughs> <laughs> just like, can't even hear the lyrics. All right, Jake. It's been good. Yeah, man. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll catch up soon. Uh, have a good, have a good holiday. Have a good new year. You know what, Jake? Maybe oh. <laughs> <laughs>